Coming at you live from the Smoky Mountain Ghostbusters headquarters, this is the Mass Turbulence Podcast. Good afternoon and welcome to the Mass Turbulence Podcast brought to you by the Smoky Mountain Ghostbusters. How are we doing today, guys? Hello, hello. Doing great. So we got Bowling and Blevins, our uh, Josh's in stereo. (laughs) And um, so uh, how's everything going this week? Everything been uh, pretty smooth? I know uh, you were sick last week, weren't you, Josh? Blevins? (laughs) Blevins? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had the dreaded bug. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. That was pretty, uh, that stomach bug was pretty awful. And then I took last week off, so, uh, which, uh, how it translates in podcast world, you, you may find out that I took last week off in a couple of weeks. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Bowling had to run the show, and uh, but uh, his episode went really well. I'm excited for that. You all got to hear it by the time this airs, you all would have heard it and would have been really excited about it. Uh, but that was, a that was a great episode, Josh. I really enjoyed that. Well, hopefully, you know, people that's tuned in for the first time will give me a second chance because, you know, doing it all by <laughs> myself, it was kind of rough and, uh, being the host for the first time. So if that was your first, uh, listen and go at it, uh, hang in there. John does a much better job hosting than I do. So, oh man, you're going to give me the big head. <laughs> I, I hey, play um, some, I, I'm here for support. <laughs> well, while we're on here, we just want to give a big get well to Zach, one of our members. He's in the hospital this weekend. Uh, he went in, uh, I think, Friday night, uh, was having some issues and, uh, and I think he's still in today. But Zach, if you're listening to this, you may be home by this by this point. But yeah, I um, hope so. Yeah, get well soon, and uh, we look forward to having you back on the show when uh, your time allows. Because Zach is an, an occasional uh, podcast uh, team member uh, from time to time. He'll jump on and do an episode with us. So Zach, get to feeling better, buddy. Uh, but today. Before we introduce our special guests, remember that you can uh, listen to the Mass Turbulence podcast on several podcast providers out there, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Audible, and Facebook, and all these different, and just about anywhere you can get a podcast, you can uh, find our show. And uh want to give a big thank you to our listeners out there. We've got several wonderful reviews coming in lately on the uh, Apple Podcasts. want to thank you very much for that. And if you get a chance to uh, review our show, please do, because that helps us to be found a lot easier when uh, you go out looking for uh, a Ghostbusters-style podcast. It kind of moves us up in the rankings. So make sure you uh, give us a rate and a review. The review is the important part there, guys. Exactly. So, if you re- and if you really like us, make sure you grab your significant other's phone, your parent's phone, your children's phone, and just you know do that same review a couple times. It'd be great. Make several fake accounts. It don't matter. You know? but everybody's got bots nowadays. If you don't have a bot, then you know it's, yeah. you're not cool, I guess. Got to have our bots. So yeah, make sure, uh, make sure you give us a good review. Well, today we have Brandon Moe with the South Dakota Ghostbusters on with us, and we want to uh, give you a great big welcome. 
Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I couldn't help. I, I love the soundboard. Josh and I, uh, bowling, we tend to fight over the soundboard sometimes. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I will say how I you doing today, last, I, I did mess up last week. Uh, if, there's no, if there was no sound drops when I hosted it, it's because there's a preview mode and a live mode, and I had it set on preview the entire time. So, uh, mistakes were made. So, back to <laughs> task at hand. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. Well, we're glad we to have you on the show, and uh, and it's funny that you're on this week because we're going to actually have another one of your members on next week with our yeah. ladies in Ghostbusters show. Yep. So it's a uh, so uh, we're going to get a double dose of South Dakota. Well, you know we're such a great state here in South Dakota. You know, <laughs> you know I've I've traveled. I'm a million miler with Delta, and there's four states I've not been to, and South Dakota is one of them. I got to get up there. You, you got to get to South Dakota. Yeah. I mean, so, South Dakota is probably a lot different than what you're used to. I mean, uh, the Black Hills is very different, obviously. And I'm on, on the eastern side of the state. And so we're um, we're definitely the prairie. Lots lots of prairie, uh, farm farmland, uh, cows, corn, um, highways, lots of nothing. Sounds like Tennessee, except we got hills. Yeah, yep. We have lots of cows and corn and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no hills here. Um, yeah, you know, you can see a storm coming for, for three days before it gets here. <laughs> I would like to see that. I've always wanted to see the Plains areas. So I, I may come out and visit you all someday. You should. Yeah, no, like, like you're saying, with, with thunderstorms, like in the summertime, um, you know, we could, I, I love going out and watching thunderstorms at night because you can see lightning that is so far away. I mean, it'll be a lightning storm that's three, three, four hours away and you can watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, so it doesn't especially sneak like up, up on in, you. No, especially up in Montana. Up, yeah. In Montana and other places a little bit further west, you can actually see it raining in the distance, but it's evaporating before it hits the ground. And you yeah. see, so you only see it like halfway down that it's going back up. Yep. It does that here too. Yep. Well, Brandon, tell us a little bit about your uh, South Dakota Ghostbusters. I, I've got to know one thing you're wearing a shirt. that has got uh, Ghostbusters. What's the 605 stand for? So that's our area there. code here in South Dakota. Okay. All okay. of South Dakota is 605. Yep. Yeah, I, I actually, when I was trying to come up for a logo, I was like looking at different franchises' logos. And um, I think I, I found it was uh, like Miami, which is like 305. And so I'm like, that looks good. I think, I think I'm going to copy that. And so, yeah, then we went with the 605 with the South Dakota outline around it. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about how South Dakota got started. Uh, I, uh, we were doing a little bit of talking before the show, and I was just like, "You guys got a pretty good story." I like, you know, I think our listeners would love to hear it. All right, so, so, so basically, kind of like 2015, um, I had heard that uh, every state had a franchise, and I'm like, I don't think there's one in South Dakota. So you know, I got on the internet and I, I looked, and um, no, there's no franchise for South Dakota, and so I'm like, well, I'm going to start a Facebook page and just see what happens, and. 
So it kind of sat there and like, there was like nothing really going on. I had like two or three likes. And so then when uh, the 2016 movie started to come out and then uh, the documentary ghost heads came out, all of a sudden a, a bunch of people came to my Facebook page and I'm kind of like, well, I kind of need to do something with this, you know? And I had people messaging me that, you know, just, just kind of wondering what, what we were and what we were doing. And so I'm like, okay, well, uh, in October, there's a uh, zombie walk coming up. And um, I'm like, you know, do any people think you'd be interested in dressing up and doing the zombie walk? And so a couple of them said, yeah, they, they'd be interested in doing that. And in the meantime, um, I got on Facebook, or, uh, actually on eBay, and uh, found a hearse. And so I bought a hearse, and uh, I put, you know, the logos on the side of it and just kind of a temporary roof rack on it. And so uh, we go to Zombie Walk, and uh, five, six guys go up. Everybody can relax. I found the car. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that the silver one on your yeah, Facebook page? Yeah, that's Okay. Yeah, and, and that, that car kind of has a story about itself. But yeah, our, our silver one, I've actually retired it now because it's so rusty underneath. And I just don't feel safe driving it anymore. So uh, yeah, it's, it's in my garage. I haven't, haven't taken everything off of it yet. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking for another hearse. Um, well, actually, I own another hearse. I have a black hearse, um, but it's really nice, and I don't want to turn it into an Ecto. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so like I say, so we showed up to Zombie Walk, and um, yeah, five, six people show up dressed up as Ghostbusters, and I realized, I'm like, okay, I can do something with this, and so I'm like, let, let's see if we can, you know, form an actual group, uh, become a franchise, uh, start doing some charity work kind of things, and so it just ballooned from there, and more people have joined, and uh, yeah, we do, uh, you know, conventions, events, um you know, char charity events, um, you know, just all kinds of stuff like that. If if somebody thinks we're a fit for their event and gives us a call, um, we'll be like, sure, we can show up. And that's kind of what we do. So what year uh, was this, the silver? Uh, that's an 89. It looks just like one we had, our original <laughs> Ecto. I think, do you remember Blevins was like a it, 92? It was a 91... Uh, Broham or whatever. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty close car. I mean, eighty nine's got a little bit different in the headlights, I believe. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah, I think it's got the four headlights in the front, and they're they're like straight across. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I do yeah. see something on on there which I might have to steal. I love that sticker on the side that says "to bust and contain." Uh, yeah, I can look at that myself. <laughs> yeah. That might be uh, the next project on my Ecto. <laughs> yeah, you could well, yeah. probably go and find that sticker, make have that sticker made pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then I, I did another one because I, I have a I have a uh, Crown Victoria uh, former police car, and so that that's what we were using as our as our Ecto this time. It's our temporary Ecto until we can find another hearse again, and. Uh, that one has the uh, logo I made with Ghostbusters on side that says, you know, we're on a mission from Gozer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you, you guys have got some really good logos. I think uh, we're going to have to steal some of these. I like that one. Mission from Gozer, man. That's pretty cool. Well, I thought with the cop car, you know, Blues Brothers, it seems fitting enough. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you go Blues Brothers, it goes hand in hand with Ghostbusters and times, you know. Another random thing. I'm just browsing through some of your photos. Uh, <laughs> I see, I guess his name's Steve Grace. Is he yes. part of your group? Yep. Yeah, he's got this, he's doing a Silent Bob Ghostbuster, which yes. I think is hilarious because in the Jay and Silent Bob uh, reboot movie, in the background when they're at Chronic Con, uh, there is a Ghostbuster walking around a silent yeah, ball. Which is funny because he didn't even know that. We we went and saw the movie. I'm like, there's a Ghostbuster doing the same thing you did. That's awesome. <laughs> Sorry to digress. I'm going through the Facebook photos and just seeing all these fun things. So, <laughs> so uh, how many uh, how many members do y'all have kind of pretty steady, you know, uh, steady membership? But I'm about 15 active members. Like it's, it, it, it wanes. I mean, people move away. Um, you know, then, then we'll get some more in. Um, see, we kind of do things a little bit different than probably most franchises do. Um, so when we first started out, we just basically took anybody. <laughs> and, and so what we quickly found out is that, um, different people have different ideas of participation. We had we had people that were really active, really excited, wanted to do events, wanted to come to events, and then we just had other people that just wanted to hang out on our Facebook page. And you know, we, we have a private Facebook page for for the franchise, and we just we had a lot of people that just wouldn't participate. They'd just be in the Facebook page, just hanging out, and not really ever contribute anything. And so, um, I decided a couple of years ago to put in what what I call the rookie program. So what we do is, um, well, first of all, our group has paid members. So we pay like it's $25 and, you know, that just kind of covers our costs for different things that we have to do. Cause you know, there's always costs involved with everything it seems like. And so, uh, what the rookie program is, is that it basically lets people do a trial run of being in our group without having to pay for the membership. And so we will invite them to certain events and they can dress up if they want to, you know, participate with us, you know, do, do the, do the photo ops like we do and just kind of, kind of get the feel if, if it's something they want to do, but you know, they don't have to, you know, put the money into it to, to commit to it yet. And then two, it lets us um, see if they're a good fit. Cause you know, to be honest, not, not everybody's a good fit to be in a group yeah. either. So. We'll do that for for our you know year of events, and then um, kind of at the end of the year, we usually kind of have a, a, a supercon is a, a big convention here that we've been involved with, and uh, it's it's kind of the bat- last big event of the year, and so we'll usually then um, you know induct those members into into the group then, and then the following year, um, if they want to be in the group, we do the paid membership and. Um, we we do like with a paid membership, we do, uh, like I said, it's like $25 and, you know, I give them a certificate. We usually have some pins and some little merch that we put together, um, you know, ID badges with, with our logo on it and stuff like that. Yeah. Is that, is that fee like once a year, just when you join? Yeah, yeah, just like a once a year fee. Yep. Uh, Pretty good plan. Cause I mean, yeah. you run into all kinds of expenses yeah. with every group. Yeah, I'm glad you actually brought that up because, I mean, we've been kind of batting some of the ideas around, too. And you're the first group that I think we've talked to that's actually had 
a, a setup like that. So I may uh, pick your brain a little bit about oh, that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah we've talked about it a little bit, but not as much as a mandatory fee. Just like, hey, you know, would you want to donate five bucks a month or whatever, just whenever you can? That way we kind of build the general fund to use for things that we would need, like our toy drives or whatever. Mm-hmm. So just a little bit here and there, yeah. Yeah, I am still determined to get you some ecto maintenance money, Josh. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, and and that's the thing is that, you know, j- just just the the money you put into it yourself, um, I mean, I don't even keep track anymore, but j- just just in ecto stuff alone, I mean, it adds up quick. And and, and too, like cars like that are not fuel efficient either. <laughs> Well, I think my Ecto is actually my most efficient vehicle. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, a runs around in a Dodge say. Magnum. Well, there, there you go. Yeah. No, uh, so, so like most of our events are in Sioux Falls, and most of my members are from Sioux Falls. Um, I actually live in a small town called Howard, which is about 75 miles from Sioux Falls. So when we do events, I got about an hour drive there, regardless. How far are you all spread out? <clears throat> yeah, so you're 15 main members. How far are you from each other? Um, well, like I said, most of them are in Sioux Falls. Um, so everybody is pretty, pretty much within an hour circle of everybody else. Yeah, that's not bad. No, yeah, it's that's, not. that's pretty good. Because we've good. got um, us pretty much about half our members, and the other half we've got like a distance of two hours in between. Yeah. And then some stragglers a little bit further out in both directions. Yeah. yeah. Like we up here, like um, me, Blevins, and then we have two other members. We're up here in the, the northeast corner. So anytime there's anything in the Knoxville area, we're all driving down two <laughs> hours or whatever. And and then, um, so yeah, it's, it's uh, I've, I've probably spent more on gas as a Ghostbuster than I have anything, <laughs> especially now. but. Yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, it's still I wouldn't I wouldn't change a thing. I I love doing it, and so uh, talking about your charity work, what what kind <laughs> of charity work do you all do? Um, well, we we've been raising funds for uh, feeding South Dakota, which is you know it's it's basically like a food pantry, um. And then uh, the other one that we like to do is uh, there's a yearly event that they call the Mall Walk, which um, they do, which is for LifeScape, which is for people with like um, uh, mental disabilities. And so they they help people like that with housing and, you know, different things that they need. And so we try to raise money for those. Those are our two main ones. That's awesome. I mean, that's the main part of this whole thing. I mean... It's fun to get out there, dress as a Ghostbuster, have a good time, hang out with people, same interest, but when you can get into it and do it for a good cause or raise money for charities, right? it makes it feel even better. Yep. So uh, uh, tell us... I want to, oh, sorry, a quick tangent you? here. So we're about 20 minutes into this podcast, and I just now finished scrolling through all their pictures on their Facebook page. They've got some <laughs> really great stuff. So. Well, if you're driving, I'll wait till you're done driving. Uh, Look up the South Dakota Ghostbusters on Facebook and just check out all their photos. 
there's some pretty creative and funny things. Everything from memes to cool photos they've done. Highly recommend it. It's a lot of it's really fun to scroll yeah. through. Yeah, fo- fo- follow our Facebook page. Yes. If you don't already, yeah, look us up and follow our page. That's facebook.com slash SD Ghostbusters. And, and we're, on, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. I don't post to Twitter and Instagram as much, um, but Damn. we're on there. Yeah, that's kind of uh, about the same with us. Our, we live in Facebook, but uh, we have the Instagram and Twitter pre- presences, but we don't hardly use it as much as yep. uh, we probably should. Well, it's, um, you know, with, with COVID, Facebook has kind of changed. Facebook is not as busy as it was two years ago. We don't, we don't get the likes that we used to get. Um, and the interaction that we used to get that we got before COVID, definitely not. Interesting. Well, I'm not really. Well, I'm not, well, I'm not sure if we're in that same boat because you know we don't put out just a lot of stuff like, like memes and whatnot. We don't mm-hmm. put out a lot of that. So our biggest thing is when we put out stuff from our events or you know we're here, look at this cool stuff, group photo. That's when we would get our interaction. So of course, mm-hmm. if we're not in the COVID era, if we're not out doing stuff, we're not posting as much. So yeah. I could say we might be in that same boat. Um, yeah. But, but I mean, I, I think... Uh, yeah, we don't really keep track of the numbers. Yeah, our PR guy's done a really great job uh, with our Facebook. Well, and, that, uh, that, I mean, kudos to them because that's a full-time job. Just just doing yeah. PR. Yeah. I did it for a, a while and I was about to pull my hair out. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then then uh, one of our other uh, podcast members, um, Luke, he's also our PR, uh, I guess you could say our PR officer, and he uh, he took it over, um, and he has just ran with it and has done a phenomenal job, better job than I ever did. And yeah, he's yeah, done a great job with like, original content. Yeah, a lot of good content, and I think he loves doing all the graphic art stuff that uh, he changes our background and stuff all the time and I'm, <laughs> I'm just like you know yeah I you know, can't do that stuff <laughs> yeah well and and like our group um you know we're not a 501c3 um it just the expenses for us to become one it just didn't seem worth it um you know it's just Different states have different rules, and I don't know. South Dakota is just—you got to jump through a lot of hoops, and it, it just—it just didn't seem worth it to us either. Uh, we're not yeah. one right now, but we are—we are looking at it again. Um, but um, I'm actually going to—my, me, and my deputy are going to be having a conversation this coming Tuesday um, about our. Uh, by looking at the 501 stuff again and mm-hmm. uh, and uh we may we may go that route but we're like in the same boat with you we we don't have it yet and you know it um we're just going we're going to see if it fits for us but it may not um so a uh, little bit about yourself so what kind of rig do you have what 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 kind of pack do you rock and things like that well i have a gb fans uh fiberglass uh, pack, um, which let's see, I think trying to think when I finished it. Um, I think three years ago I finished it. 
Um, and then I have on that a uh, Freaky Geeky aluminum wand and then a GB Fans light kit in it. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's my that's my main pack. Um, I also have another pack, which is um, the first one that I built, which is a Studio Creations vacuum formed one. Um, so, yeah, that one's a little lighter. If I need a lighter pack that day, I'll put that one on instead. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, we, we did. So we did the parade yesterday and uh, this morning I woke up and I'm like, Oh, why does my shoulder hurt like this? And then I realized, Oh yeah, I wore my pack for three hours yesterday. <laughs> Mine usually hurt for about three days after an event. You know, I haven't done yeah. it in a while cause we've not done much, but you know, if we're doing a lot of cons and a lot of things are coming up, um, my neighborhood is a one mile loop. And we go, you know, we walk it all the time. So sometimes I'll put that pack on and walk around the neighborhood just for, you know, training. So I would <laughs> you know, say that's my not neighbors. A bad are, idea. I would say my neighbors are like, what in the world's going on? But they, they've probably seen me do a lot of other weird stuff. So they're used to it. <laughs> you know, speaking of oh, parade, yeah, we, didn't get, yeah, we didn't get to do the parade this year. They canceled it because of a snowstorm. But, uh, you know, I've got a Jeep Gladiator, and this year I just want to do something a little different. You know, we put, I put the Terror Dog on the back of it, and I actually inflated stay, uh, the eight-foot Stay Puffed. I inflated it, and I did a test run through the neighborhood. And so there were kids and parents <laughs> chasing me down for a photo. But it would have worked. Yeah, I was so maybe really next year. Yeah. I was really sad that we didn't get to have that parade. So I have a question for you then. Like what, what's like your strangest, you know, like ecto encounter with somebody where they've either chased you down or strangest. Let's see. Other than the half the time you get wrecked on the interstate when people are trying to pass you and take photos at the same time. <laughs> That's <laughs> that. The one that really gets me is people who use their flash at nighttime. Yeah. Um, I get a lot of, you know, Fun interactions in the drive-through, of course, just you know, stopping for gas or groceries. Um, the one thing that I wouldn't say was strange, but there was a younger person. Uh, it was around Christmas time, and I pulled into a parking lot uh, with had a, of course in Ecto, and I was going into Hallmark to get uh, those ornaments, and so there was like a Bed Bath and Beyond beside it, and two of those employees came out to take a picture. And so I saw them. I was like, well, hold on. You know, I'll turn the lights on for you. I'll put Slimer on the hood, this and that. And the younger person, he was probably 18, 19. I put Slimer up on the hood and she's like, oh, it's Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, whoa. And and then I'm like, and then, uh, yeah, her coworker who was you know, about my age was like, no, that's not Slimer. That's not Shrek. What are you talking about? She's like, are you sure it's not Shrek? So, <laughs> I, I generally don't. I, I, a good try yeah. anyway. You know, <laughs> I just, other, other than the basic standard things like, you know, just people like, oh, that's cool. Can I get a picture? I don't think I've had anything really strange happen. Have you? Um, no, Nothing terribly strange, really. I mean, like one time we had an event and so we had to do something either before or after. And so we were parked in a parking lot and we went into the store and we come back out and there's uh, 
a man and a woman standing there. Uh, she's in a wedding dress. He's in a tuxedo. They had just gotten married and they saw her car and wanted to take a picture next to it. Um, you know, stuff like that. Or, you know, yeah, the standard, you know, you're getting gas and somebody makes a comment. Um, and there's the, uh, do you really catch ghosts? Uh, yeah, there's like the, do you really catch ghosts? The standard, the standard questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, did a, uh, we did an interview with Atlanta uh, a while back, and they actually had some really good ecto encounters. That's why we try to ask everybody um, what happened, because there was a, a lady that came up to one of the Ghostbusters in Atlanta and she was like all up in a tizzy because she was like, you know, that's somebody's relative, you guys. Because she thought they were actually busting ghosts. She's like, that's somebody's yeah. relative you've busted. <laughs> and uh, and he went along with it, was talking about how humane the job was. <laughs> 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 um, actually, but, I got a few other small funny ones too. Because like, I'll take it to the office every now and then. Uh, you know, my ecto has very high mileage, so I don't get out and just drive it as a daily driver. I just, you know, do events mm-hmm. and whatnot. Occasionally, like I'll do uh, an event after work. So I'll just drive it to Ecto to my office. And of course, everybody in the office is used to it. You know, they right. know me. Yeah. Um, but there was uh, one time I've lost my train of thought. Oh, Ecto-, <laughs> Ecto at the office one time. Ecto at the office. <laughs> It's gonna be a part we have. We have to edit it. Uh, what what happened? <laughs> Where'd you go, Josh? <laughs> well, my brother also just called me. I hit it hit end. That's where my my mind went. Um, There's something weird going on. You don't drive it because <laughs> of high mileage. Oh my god! Overstimulation calms me. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm under so much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that I've used the soundboard, we can't cut it out. We have to leave it in. <laughs> there for good, Josh. Oh, I, oh, I know. So it came back to me. So, got it. So, I take it to the office. Everybody's used to it, right? They, they know me, whatever. But there have been a couple occasions where, like, my Wrangler was broken down, and I was like, I've got to get to work. But then... You know, I had to go, we got clients. I'm in the environmental in, uh, consulting industry, and I've had to go meet our clients, like our <laughs> local utility board for work. And, of course, it's my vehicle. So I show up to the the job to, you know, talk about some drilling and soil sampling, and I roll up an ecto. Call the professor. <laughs> that was strange on my behalf. They're probably like, you know, this, what's going on with this consultant? You know, he shows up in ecto one. <laughs> I will say, luckily, I've had a long-standing relationship with them, so they kind of know what I do. But yeah, I've actually had to take that to a job site a couple times. It's funny. Yeah, I, you know, like like I said, I have have the ecto, um, and then I also have uh, a ninety, uh, I guess ninety four uh, Cadillac purse, which is black, and uh, you know, it's just the reaction out of people with hearses is just hilarious. I. I I just sometimes you get the double takes, um, you know. Sometimes, sometimes you get the people that just won't pass you because they think you know you're all in a body or something. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, we uh, I was with uh, our, the owner of our other ecto, Jonathan. It was me and Jonathan, and we were delivering stuffed animals to different uh, fire departments and whatever. 
And so we to announce our presence at this one, we turned the siren and the lights on as we pulled into the, the fire station. But there was a funeral going on next door. <laughs> we were like, whoops. That's happened before. <laughs> Birthday yeah. party in the fellowship hall. Funeral in the church. And we thought the party was at the church. So we pull into the church parking lot, blasting <laughs> Ghostbusters, sirens full going. And we did not know until we finally seen. And you don't want us exposing ourselves. <laughs> we went I down to the birthday party. Oh my gosh. We went to the birthday party right next door to Fellowship Hall. And I said, Oh, I thought y'all was up there. He said, No, there's a funeral going on up there. Oh. Oh. oh my gosh! I will, you know, this is. I will say, I decided against it, but um, you know, my dad passed uh, a couple years ago or last year or so, and I really, I was really tempted to uh, take Ecto, you know, fall behind the hearse on the way to the cemetery. Yeah, he would have gotten a kick out of it. Uh, so. so I decided against it, but like I said, my dad passed a year or so ago, and. He was always, you know, he was older, but uh, I would always do stuff and he would just go along with it, right? He'd laugh, smile, and just go for it. Like if I, I would put a funny hat on him or a costume or whatever, he'd just smile and go along with it. So, you know, we, after he passed, you know, we, it was about a 20 minute ride from the funeral home to the cemetery. And I really debated on whether or not I should take Ecto, you know, turn the lights on and everything and follow behind the hearse. Uh, just kind of like a relationship we had. I, I decided against it, but I was really close to doing it. And I just, you know, figured some people who wouldn't understand, you know, probably start talking that's bad taste and whatnot, but it would have been funny if I'd done it. He'd have got a kick out of it. I kind of debate back and forth whether I want to tell my wife if something ever happens to me that I want to be buried in my flight suit. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've got it written in my will. Like, I'm a huge World of Warcraft fan. I've got the actual replica of Frostmourne, the uh, sword of the Lich King. And I want to be buried like the kings of old with it across my chest. Like 30 pounds of steel. We just recently um, had a, a friend of ours who was in the 501st. And uh, he got killed in a car accident. And he was obviously a big Star Wars guy. And his nickname was Pooh Bear because he, he was a welder at a place that built uh, like bodies for like fire trucks. And one time he got stuck in one of the bodies like Pooh Bear. And so that's been his nickname. And so um, when they did his funeral, like it was very star Wars related or whatever, but they had uh, a, they put his ashes in a Winnie the Pooh honey jar. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah, that's pretty fitting, though. If if you know the guy, sounds like yeah, yeah. And so, and then, um, and then, so uh, we were talking about fundraising stuff. So we did uh, a quick run of uh, pins, uh, button pins, and then we donated the money to his his widow. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's rough when you lose and uh, lose somebody like that, you know, and you're close to, especially in your community of mm -hmm. stuff. Well, it's, like it, it's 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 kind of crazy for for being, you know, Sioux Falls is not a huge city by any means, um, but th there's a lot of cosplayers, um, 
we've got, like I said, the 500 first is very big, very active. They actually, they've been big and active in South Dakota for years. I, you know, I, I think they started maybe back at least 2010 or maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe before that even. And so like, they're a very well-established group. And so they've been doing charity events uh, for a long time. And then um, they had another group uh, form kind of off of them that does uh, the the Marvel characters. And so that's uh, South Dakota Heroes and Villains. And so, yeah, they, they've been doing that. And they, they kind of, I think they existed a little bit before we did. And so then we've got a lot of overlap. Now I've got members that are in their group and they've got some members that are in my group. And so, yeah, it's kind of crazy how, um, you know, there's a lot of cosplayers. Yeah, it seems like there's been, um, I mean, we've, we're not really, uh, considering our area that we're in, I mean, we've got like a two hours distance back and forth, but I mean, Knoxville area, there's quite a few groups there too. Yep, of course, yeah, it's a bigger town. Right. Yeah, we have the 501st, and we have another uh, group that does the superheroes, which I've been trying to put together a Thor costume now for two years to kind of <laughs> join up with them. We do a lot of events together, but, you know, like they're all the superheroes, and I'm a Ghostbuster. I'm like, eh. I mean, it's – so I figured, you know, do but some But there's stuff a lot of them. diversity in that because, I mean, you know, we, we work with a group every now and then called Waiting to Hear. And – you know, we'll we'll team up with the superheroes and all that to uh, to help raise funds for uh, children who need is it the cochlear impl- implants mm-hmm. and yep. they uh, and so it's really nice to see you know a bunch of uh, Ghostbusters and uh, Marvel characters and Star Wars characters all hanging out together. So yeah, we're usually all hanging out at about thirty different types of characters hanging out at a zoo after hours for the kids to come in and come through. And that's why they raise their money for it. It's way to uh, hear me roar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that it's called hear me roar for the, the group that's waiting to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. month or so they do camp here, uh, camp here, H E A R, uh, where they, you know, we do a bunch of activities with all the kids. And, uh, we did it a few years ago. We came out around the campfire and told ghost stories and we'll be doing that again, uh, the next month or two. It's really fun. Uh, most of them are made up ghost stories, like those, you know, was the scary stories to tell in the dark, you know, that old eighties book, you know, just stuff like that. Just kind of have fun with them. So like how, how many, how many events, how many like convention events do you guys do a year? Do you think? Pre COVID or post COVID? Well, I guess, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good question. <laughs> how many were well, you doing before COVID? Okay. Let's see. I got my old calendar here. Well, while, uh, while he's looking up the pre-COVID, this year we've got uh, one, two, I think we've got five on the calendar for this year. I'm pretty sure we used to be doing like eight, around eight different cons in a year because you had um, like, I know one in Bristol, about that three the- in Knoxville. And well, two in Bristol, well, Kingsport, Bristol, Tri Cities area. So if you count on seven or eight, is what we used to do in just conventions. Mm -hmm. This might have been about in 2019. So in 2019, we had about 30 events. Oh, wow. 
but that was everything. And so like uh, one of those is like a Walmart photo children's miracle network. We had a one uh, a library mini con. We went to the roller derby one night, standing for law enforcement, uh, trigger treat in a cave. So those are all the events we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, convention wise, we probably average what, maybe six a year. Oh, wow. But they vary in size. We've probably got three bigger ones we yeah. do and maybe three smaller ones, three or four smaller ones. So, Because like here in South Dakota, we're so limited. There just is not events like that here that, um, you know, it, it's starting to become a little more popular now. Um, there, there's uh, one coming up in May for us, which is in Aberdeen, which is about two hours away. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, other than Sioux Falls, um, yeah, there really isn't any uh, – any real conventions for us. I mean, we could go out of state if we wanted to, but, um, you know, trying to find the time to do that is not always easy. And it's tough. It was especially tough too. If you're, you know, if you're a guest at the convention and, and really, if you got an ecto, cause you've got to get there a yes. day early to get it loaded yes. in. Yes. And then you got to be one of the last true. people out. Yep, so yeah. That's that, a, yeah. so you're definitely in a three, maybe sometimes four day commitment. And yep. For me, it's not that big of a deal. I can usually pull that off, but it just it does wear on you of you know how much free time do you have? Yep, yep, that's right. And and yeah, I mean, pretty much everybody in my group all works full time. You know, some people some people work on weekends. You know, some yep. don't. So yeah, it's it's always kind of hit or miss. Um, you know, who's available to do you know conventions or events, and um, yeah, it, it's it's a lot of juggling. That's for sure. So what kind of funny stories, do you have any good funny stories that you can tell us about that you oh. have had while busting? Well, well I can, um, well, I can tell you right now, another funny one I've seen, which this is great. I've never seen it before. Once again, look at their Facebook photos. There is a lady dresses, uh, <laughs> the Statue of Liberty and she's glued the Lego uh, Ghostbusters yep, to her. That, uh, that's, that's my wife. That's my okay. wife. Amy. Yep, yep. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, she actually had um, – so she's holding the book that the Statue of Liberty has, and she we put a deal in it. So when you push a button, it, it'll play the song, um, Your Love's Lifting Me Higher, you know? Nice. Yeah, yeah. We, we actually – so uh, we went, uh, just me and her, to um, Kansas City, and we met um, – we're, we're big Doctor Who fans. And so we met three of the people from Doctor Who – there and then uh the following year we went uh to wizard world in des moines and david Tennant was there and so we had our picture uh with david Tennant, and he 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 loved our costumes he made like a big smile and like it was just kind of crazy you know you get like three seconds with celebrities but like it was like one of those things that you just never forget you really need to walk behind her with the NES Advantage controller. I know. I, I, I <laughs> thought about that, too. <laughs> All right. So, so I had to throw that out there. That was pretty clever. I've never seen anybody do that. So you can get back to your funny stories. So so uh, here a couple of years ago, we were doing – they were doing a showing of Ghostbusters um, at the State Theater in Sioux Falls. And it's, it's an old, restored uh, movie theater. And – uh, we're standing out front. We're like all dressed up as Ghostbusters, and this guy comes walking down the street, and he's like, "What? What's going on here? What? What? What are you guys?" And I'm like, "We're Ghostbusters," and like he just wasn't getting it. 
And I'm like, you know, we, we dress up as Ghostbusters from the movie. And he's just like, he had no clue what the movie was. But I'm like, God, this guy looks really familiar. And so, um, you know, he just kind of goes on his way. And I realized that um, he's like a former South Dakota U.S. Senator, Larry Pressler. <laughs> and and like, like he was big in politics. I mean, like everybody in the state should know who he was. I mean, he was really big in the 80s. And like, apparently he just had no clue what Ghostbusters were. It was just completely over his head. <laughs> Wow. And, and for some reason, he was wandering around downtown Sioux Falls that night. Maybe he I, was just really busy in the 80s. Maybe. That's all I can figure out. <laughs> yeah, like, but yeah, I mean, you would have to be dead are? not to know what Ghostbusters was well, in the 80s. You know, I had a friend who put on uh, a convention a few years back, and he tried to do something different. He tried to have like a comic convention. He tried to mix comic conventions with county fair. That was his vision. You know, kind of like a Dukes of Hazard thing. Uh, you know, his guests included like Burt Reynolds. So it was a different convention. And I was like, sure, I'll go. You know, we're friends. We'll get there and whatnot. The The crowd that brought in had, there was, you know, occasionally you get the, do you really catch ghosts? I've never had that asked so many times. And I think there were people there that had no clue who we were. And it was just the clientele he brought in with that, uh, with that element of this mm-hmm. new kind of a county fair thing. And, and yeah, they had no clue. So it, still it happens. Still blows mind. Yeah. yeah, it was a very strange. I mean, we we had some people who were knew who we were, of course, but there there was a lot more of the. Who are you guys? Do you really catch ghosts? What's going on? What are you doing? And just had no clue of the cosplay in general, and yeah, yes, yeah, so, some weird, people weird experience. Are like cosplay, just like they don't even understand at all what it is. They're like, "Why? Why are you dressed up? <laughs> like you're? It's, and, it's not Halloween." And that was the crowd that was attracted to this this event. So, and they yeah, kind of look at you like, "Dude, you're, you know, are you all right in the head?" Kind of thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but well, then, no. Yeah. But. <laughs> but but then you have other times we we were in downtown Sioux Falls again. We had um, we had done a interview with the local TV station, and so we're all geared up. And I'm like, let's just walk around and see. Let's just have some interactions with some people on the street to see what happens, you know? Because that's always kind of fun. And so we're walking down the sidewalk, and there's kind of like a construction site. And there's a guy, he's got a construction hat on and a vest. You know, he, he's just, he, he fits the part of construction guys, like older guy. And he sees us coming. And like, we can see that he sees us coming. And so we get up to him and he's like standing there waiting for us. And he's like, he's like, I saw a cockroach this big up on 12. <laughs> <laughs> Bite your head off, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, and so, you know, it's just like, those kind of things. I just, I love, I love when people will play along with you. Yeah. Our, uh, Jason, who plays the, uh, Lewis Tully character, he's got mm-hmm. a down pat. Uh, he's got all the spiels. And so he goes up to people and just starts it, right? Like, you know, uh, Dominion of Goes or Bubba, mm-hmm. are you the gatekeeper? Then he breaks character and says, it's a lot funnier if you say no. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes back into it. I mean, he does a really great job. Yeah, so I see yeah, you guys. I was you got a, so impressed with him the other day at the con. 
And it looks like you've got a guy that dresses as Lewis Tully, too. We did. They, unfortunately, they, they, there was a whole family, family together that did Ghostbusters together. And, yeah, they were in our group for a while. And then they all decided to move to Florida. Oh. <laughs> and so we, lo- we lost them and we lost our Lewis. Oh, man. What part of Florida did they move to? I, I think they're, they're pretty close to Orlando, I think. Because they, they go to Universal all the time now. Nice. Well, Josh, you, know, you so might I'm run su- into him. I'm super jealous. <laughs> you know, speaking of, well, the Lewis Tully character, I see you also have uh, the colander sitting on top of the, the terror dog's head yes. in pictures. That's that's on my to-do list. I need, I want to get another colander uh, and put it on the you know, terror dog's head. But looking at this photo, I see you have him sitting on the ground. Yeah. I tried that once, and a kid almost ripped off the uh, the horn. Yeah, you had that issue. You, we have ever since yeah. then. I keep him up on. I usually sit him on top of Ecto so the kid can't reach and grab the horn. We so just we, be, have, we haven't had any issue like that yet. But you do bring up a good point that yeah, keep uh, a, keep yeah, an if, eye on if that. You don't, yeah, if you're not there watching, like I had one year at a convention, um, a kid you know crawl up in Ecto and hog the horn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, they make us uh, this. Uh, I say they. Most of the conventions we go to, they do have the fire marshal come by and inspect us. Uh, we have to have like less than a quarter tank of gas. We have to have a locking gas cap, drip pan, and disconnect the battery. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah I mean, no. I think that's kind of standard. But you're, they tell us what we have to do. But I wouldn't. Yeah, maybe thirty, forty percent of the time they actually check. <laughs> well, that's kind of like like with, with my silver ecto. Um, that version of Cadillac, for whatever reason, doesn't have a gauge that says full or empty. Like it'll, it'll <laughs> it has like a number that it tells you how many gallons are left in the tank. Interesting. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so you have to do you have to sit there and do the math. And be like, okay, it's a twenty-four gallon tank. It's telling me I have twelve gallons. <laughs> you know, yeah, Josh, so I was thinking what we need to do with uh, your terror dog on the hood is next time face it like. Facing the windshield like it did in Afterlife. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. I was thinking about that earlier. You done had a jump start on uh, yeah. Afterlife because you had him on the hood for about two years before the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't think he'll fit because I wanted years ago, last time we did the St. Patrick's Day Parade in 2019, I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to put the terror dog on the hood and go you know, and drive, but he won't fit. Facing that way, it's too uh, long. yeah, because in Plus the movie be. they've got him kind of crouching like a like a dog sitting. So yeah, I can yeah. see what that is. I a, see what that is a big terror dog. Yeah, he and plus, fit. if you're driving with him on the hood, you're going to have to hang out the window like Ace Ventura. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, for the, I figured that's why I, I was going to try it. You know, I always try and test these things ahead of time. So that's when I didn't even make it that far. I was like, I, I can't even get him, get him on the hood in that direction. So that kind of nipped that one in the bud. But yeah, keep an eye on that. If you ever keep that terror dog on the, it only takes yeah. one little five year old running up and grabbing that horn. Yeah, that's so, true. It's a very expensive thing. You want to keep an eye it out is. for on that. Yeah, one. yeah, and you can't get them anymore. Mm. Well, yeah, Brandon, no, do you have good. anybody that you want to give a shout out to? Because we're kind of we're at around that thirty to forty minute mark now. So, uh, do you have anybody you want to give a shout out to before we uh, give uh, you the rest of your afternoon back? Not really. I mean, all, all my franchise members, um, hopefully they listen to the podcast and 
I'm not terribly, terribly boring. <laughs> yeah, we would love it if your entire franchise listened to the podcast weekly. Weekly. Yes. Because <laughs> we're, we're counting on every franchise that we get on the show to become to become regular members. So that's how, that's how that was that was our growth plan for the show. <laughs> how many franchises have you guys had on now? Uh, let's see that your your episode eighteen. We've not we've only we're about to release sixteen tomorrow, but we've got another episode um, ready. So you'll be eighteen. So we've probably did about thirteen, maybe because we've had a few uh, um, episodes where we've not interviewed. So maybe now maybe mm-hmm. about twelve. We've probably talked to about twelve. Awesome. Uh, Josh, you're muted. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I said we have done, we try to focus the podcast on interviewing other groups about what they do, how they do it, et cetera. But we have done a couple offshoots of different things, still Ghostbusters related. Yeah. We try to mix it up every now and again, just to, you know, to kind of, you know, some special interest episodes and um, things like that. But, cool. uh, but I like I, I like to give a shout out to uh, Logan Kim. We'd like to get podcast on the podcast. So yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I've been preferably trying, you know, if we get the episode forty six. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I've, st- <laughs> I've started a, I've started a Twitter campaign now. So give me some time to work up to that. Yeah, that would be really cool to have Logan on. We would we would actually just let him host the podcast that day, just as a. <laughs> Yeah, interview was. Yeah. <laughs> That's not nepotism. So, what is what's your favorite favorite movie out of all of them right now? Is it still the original, or oh, are you? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, the original left such an impression on me. Um, you know, I'm 42 years old, so I, I was just at that perfect age. That um, yeah, it was just magic, and yeah, I mean, sequels—they're good. They but they they can't do what the original did. Yeah, very seldom does a sequel surpass the original movie. Yeah. Um, probably the the greatest sequel to ever surpass the original is probably The Empire Strikes Back and uh, Dark Knight. Uh, yeah, The Dark Terminator Knight. Two. Yeah. Terminator the- Two. So there are exceptions out there. Kind of makes you wonder if Avatar Two will surpass the first one. <laughs> but uh, I'm really interested in seeing that. I mean, how that pans out. As much work as went into it. You know, I liked Avatar, but I have to say, I'm a I'm a bit of a Titanic buff. I've always loved the the Titanic, not just the movie, but just Mm -hmm. the Titanic history in general. And I got to admit, I was a little upset when Avatar surpassed Titanic on the, uh, you know, the money list because at the at the time, Titanic was the, the highest grossing movie of all time. And which I believe that was Endgame. It. Yeah, it's Endgame, which very worthy uh, uh, movie for that. But, but it, another shout out to some, kind of going a little bit of a tangent, but it's, it's related. On uh, Netflix, they have the movies that made us, and they're, they they did do an episode on Ghostbusters. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. But they did another one uh, recently. The movie escapes me, but it was about James Cameron and just talking about how you know. Him as a director, just how he's very uh, demanding and stuff. So it's a, it's a good watch. I can't remember which movie it was, 
but it was one he directed, and they were really talking about him and his work ethics. Well, I mean, he's one of those directors that, honestly, I can't say that he's ever directed a bad movie. Yeah, he's amazing. I, mean, I, I, I can't think of any movie that, that he's ever put out that people have been just kind of like, uh, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's one of the all-time greats. All right, Brandon. Well, we, we're glad to have you on the show, and thanks for coming out. Yes, but it was, it was and, awesome. The time. Yeah. I, I, would, and, I, I would come back if you asked me to come back. Oh, yeah. We will, you know, we'll definitely make the rounds again and, and come. I, I do totally plan on coming back at some point in time and catching back up with some of the franchises that we've talked with before and see how, you know, things have changed and, uh, you know, especially as things, uh, as we hopefully are moving past COVID now. And, well, uh, and, and we, we've definitely ramped up more this year. Um, there, there's a lot more events happening and going on this year. So, yeah, we're pretty excited. I mean, uh, step back real fast. Also, that, that movie that made us episode was Aliens with Sigourney Weaver. And there is an awesome story in that episode uh, about how she basically saved that movie and also, they had spent millions of dollars writing a script, doing pre-production, all this stuff, which was based around Ripley's character, and nobody had asked Sigourney Weaver if she wanted to be in it. They did not have her under contract yet. So she could, at that point, she was able to name her price because they had spent so much money developing it. So, fun fact about our favorite Dana Barrett. So, <laughs> <laughs> But... Yep, definitely in the plans of bringing back uh, groups. And, you know, because I, I, my goal with this is I hope that, you know, while all the groups, you know, we're talking to the different groups and stuff, but I hope it gets all the different groups talking to each other as well. You yeah. know, communicating yeah. with one another and, you know, being able to uh, just create some relationships based around, you know, the franchise that we love. And my favorite thing is learning from each other. Uh, how, yes. can you, how are you doing something? How can we do it better? Uh, oh, that's a cool idea. Like I'm getting ready. A few weeks ago, we interviewed uh, uh, Oklahoma City Ghostbusters, Oklahoma Ghostbusters, and the guy going through their photos, which you, I love to do. Mm-hmm. There was a guy who's making balloon animals like proton streams. Oh, and so, yeah. So he, so he, they made a tutorial for us. Uh, about how to do that. And I've and ordered been practicing. the balloon kit. So I'm getting ready to practice after we hang up. I'm going to pull that up and try to make balloon animals because that was an awesome idea. Well, and, um, and for years, I mean, I'll, I'll go through and look at other franchises, videos and pictures and be like, oh, yeah, that, that that's cool. That's something, you know, that we can do. You know, like, like a couple of things that we got that I've got a shock box that actually works and shocks people. We've talked about that before. It, it's actually really, it's really easy to do. Um, what I did was um, I wired up the switch on it to the uh, lighter for a barbecue. Ah. And then I run the wire out. And you know those uh, arm straps that you wear, for, uh, like for IT, the, the electric static electricity arm straps? Yeah. So you just put that around your hand, and then the shock comes right out, out the end of that. And so, yeah, we have the ESP cards. Um, that's one of the cool things that we do. Um, and then this last year I added a, um, TV to our display. So I've got like a, a little 13 inch TV that actually was a manufacturer in 1984. 
and like I'll show like you know clips from videos that we had on Facebook, and then, and then I have a bunch of Ghostbuster commercials, um, you know, episodes of the real Ghostbusters, and so we'll have that at our our, our booth going. And the the funniest thing is, is we had kids come up and they didn't know what it was. Like they have never seen a TV like that before. They they, they kept asking, "How did we get that picture in a microwave?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to. Sorry, I want to back up a second with your shocking the people. Uh, when I wanted to do it, I was thinking about maybe getting like a dog shot collar and turning it like on its lowest setting. My biggest concern was what if somebody's got like a pacemaker or we cause serious damage to them. That's what I was, and that's why I backed out of trying it. So, so when we first started, I I had that same concern, and so I I made people sign a waiver when I first started, but then as as we went on, it just became like people didn't really care and didn't. So I'm just kind of like, why am I wasting my time doing this? And and so like I'm like I, I it was kind of one of those things like I'm not sure how to handle this, you know. I'm like. So, like, I totally understand how you'd be like, oh, I don't really want to do it because, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, I might look back into it, especially maybe try it at a smaller con- convention or something just to that'd be fun to do. Well, like, yeah, just like, a, like I said, the, the barbecue lighter. Like, yeah, just keep that way. We know. can do we can keep the heart attacks low. Right. You right. <laughs> well, you, know, you got to keep yourself in business. You got to make more ghosts. You know, there, there's only a finite number of ghosts. <laughs> Like, you know, the dog shot collars will actually have a vibrate setting because after you train them, <coughs> yeah, you, you just do the vibrate. So, yeah. I, so that's what I was kind of leaning toward. Maybe just do the vibrate instead of the actual shock unless they really want it. And so, <laughs> no, it's, it's, here's what always kills me. So it's always the macho guy that, you know, wants to show his girlfriend that he can take these shocks, you know, and then. <laughs> he, <How? he's> always, <laughs> but have you had any ESP success? Actually, um, I have. There, there has been people that um, the first couple ones they'll get them wrong, and then after you start shocking them a little bit, they'll start getting them right. Interesting. So, yep. Doctor Beckman's research was correct. It was correct. Yeah. <laughs> so we're Either that or they figured them. out our system with the marked cards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're about an hour into it. We should probably wrap it up instead of me going on tangent after tangent. <laughs> well, Brandon, we appreciate you coming out and we look forward to talking with you again. And, well, and, um, and, and Terry's going to be on next week, you said. So, yeah, the next episode that we record, it uh, will be uh, the women in Ghostbusters. We're looking forward to having her. We're going to get uh, a couple of the ladies. I haven't talked to Amanda yet, but I have talked to Nona. It's in our group. She's going to come out and see if she wants to be on the show or she said she's going to be on the show. And we got a couple other ladies that's going to be on and um, it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a good episode. Cool. I will definitely make sure to turn, tune it in. All right. Well, guys, we uh, appreciate y'all listening to the show. Josh, do you have our charity of the week? Which Josh? Bowling. Oh. <laughs> you're always the one that wants to give the shout out for a charity um i've nothing i did not prepare for this today i was, in a, I was out <laughs> i got it i was out doing got him. speaking of charity i was out doing adopt a highway cleanup with uh, a local charity here today and that's why I, <laughs> I, I ran back in to do this episode so 
I guess I could plug the Carnes Lions Club Adopt a Highway program here in Knoxville. <laughs> All right. There we go. That works. All right, guys. Well, hope you all have a great week and good afternoon and God bless my friends.